Before we get started, I want to tell you about Entrepreneurs on Fire, hosted by John Lee Dumas. It's available now on the HubSpot Podcast Network. Entrepreneurs on Fire stokes inspiration and shares strategies to fire up your entrepreneurial journey and create the life you've always dreamed of. Here are some fantastic episodes to check out first. One, eight tools of improv comedy in work and life with Katie Goodman. That sounds interesting. She's a comedian, author, and speaker. Katie Goodman applies improv rules to the rules of business. Here's another one. How to turn your Instagram into a money-making machine with Zach Benson. The founder of Assistagram shares tips for optimizing your Instagram account for financial gains. And... How to Build a Seven-Figure Side Hustle Without Quitting Your Full-Time Day Job. Shark Take winner entrepreneur Sean Patel shares tips for building your side hustle into a powerful income stream. So if you are needing strategies that fire up your entrepreneurial journey and help you live your best life, listen to Entrepreneurs on Fire wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode of the Business Made Simple podcast delivered in haste by the HubSpot Podcast Network, is of grave importance. Something unspeakable has happened. A crime has been committed. A business has been murdered. Luckily, Donald Miller is on the case. Having requested the efforts of business sleuth and host of the Marketing Made Simple podcast, Dr. J.J. Peterson, to solve this mystery. To guarantee your business's survival, its design must follow a six-part framework, or as we oft compare in a metaphorical nature, built like an airplane. Therefore, it is up to you to determine which part of the plane was faulty, leading to this business's demise. Was it their cockpit, their leadership that faltered? or rather their body or overhead that became bloated. It has been suggested their right and left engines, or marketing and sales, ceased mid-flight, causing a dizzying tailspin. Or was death brought on by weakened wings, its products, or a lack of fuel, their cash flow? I implore you, brave business owner, to follow along with our investigators, search for the clues, and assist in discovering the cause of this horror, so it shan't ever happen to your business. Oh dear, we mustn't waste any more time, for this special whodunit episode of Business Made Simple is afoot. JJ, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Don. And we're bringing you back on this special occasion because, as as the listeners know, there has been a murder. There has been a murder. A murder. A murder. <laughs> I can't. You do it better. A murder. 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 <laughs> Today's mystery is tough. It is. I, I've I've heard that there's already been some people looking at this, and yes. they did not have the proper tools or ideas or frameworks to understand how to really dig in to why this business failed. Well, to d I hope you can do this because the woman who owns this business is quite lovely. And I spent some time with Penelope Featherbottom. <laughs> she's a lovely, lovely lady. I've heard, yeah. She's, she has, she's running a very successful business. However, JJ, she's closing the doors. What? The business... It, it, it's been murdered. It's been murdered. It's been murdered. <laughs> Who did it? Who did? Who done it? Mm. And, mm -hmm. uh, and what happened? So you get to ask questions yeah. about the business, and you have to try to figure out what happened 
based on your expertise as a business detective? So it was a great product. It was profitable. She's a lovely person. There was no scandal. Penelope Featherbottom uh-huh. is <laughs> an unbelievable business owner. Uh-huh. She has a terrific product. She uh-huh. sells terrific smelling soaps. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, and these are, you know, soaps, they get really small uh-huh. and then they're just a pain. Yeah. Uh, these soaps last six months. <gasps> and then uh, when it gets to about a quarter of the size, it is uh, essentially a hard shell uh, Jolly Rancher. <gasps> Brilliant. Right there in the shower. <laughs> Brilliant. And then you say, wait a second, aren't you going to just get sticky? My friend, you're in the shower. You're in the shower, so it doesn't <laughs> just, matter. You just wash yourself it's off. It's really brilliant. I don't know why anybody hadn't thought of this before her. Right. She's doing so I love this. Well. I mean, clearly a great product. Clearly, clearly a great, great person. Yeah. And it was profitable. So I want to look at this through the how to grow your small business six-part framework, which for today's purposes is going to be a detective kit. Are you saying... <laughs> That if something is wrong with your business, it's one of six things. Yes. You know, I think especially if you do have a great product and you have a great team and your business is profitable. And people want it. And people want want it. Then if it's failing, it really comes down to, from my detective work, it really comes down to six pieces of your business. And probably one of those pieces is not working great. That's right. And so I want to just look at that for this business, and I want to ask you some questions to find out which of the six parts is not working correctly in her business. That sounds great. So my first question has to do with her leadership. Yes. So when it comes to her leadership and creating her mission statement and really giving focus and power to the story that their company is telling. Yeah. Is her mission statement, does it focus on three economic priorities for her business? Does the mission statement uh, for her business include three economic objectives that will then drive important bottom line revenue and profit? JJ, it does. It does. It does. Okay. Tell uh, me Mrs. about that. Mrs. Featherwaddle, uh, her, they, they are, uh, first of all, uh, Sour Apple. Uh, she wants to, that's her number one selling soap is the sour apple core. So it's a rose lavender mix smelling soap with a sour apple core. So you eat the sour apple when you're done. She also has a cream filling uh, soap that it dissolves very quickly. So you use the cream filling in your hair. Okay. Again, makes total sense. That's right. And then she has the soap on a rope which you use with the sponge uh, and you squeeze the soap on the rope, it puts a sort of a mayonnaise sort of texture on Mm. the sponge. The sponge tastes like salami and you essentially have lunch. Mm. It's called a lunch shower. Because of those three economic objectives, she had her best year in sales ever and her highest profitable year because her mission statement, which is true in our business on a mission framework, uh, it, it focuses on three economic objectives that keep the company alive. JJ, this is not the reason that her company Interesting. Okay. So she really does have three economic objectives that her company can focus on. Her whole team knew that because- Everybody was centered around it. Because she understood that that's one of the ways that you grow your business is by having three- Yeah. You don't waste your mission statement with a bunch of language that nobody cares about. The the mission statement drives the bottom line and she did that. And everybody listening- if your company's not doing well and your company's about to die, this may be one of the reasons, but it's not for Penelope Farfignugan. Mm. <laughs> okay, well then I can check that off my detective list. That one is that is not the the murder suspect for this business. No. So then the second question I would ask is 
did she have a clear message for her marketing? JJ, she did. She used the story brand framework to clarify her message. Brilliant. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the whole idea of never struggling with a thin piece of soap Mm -hmm. uh, was very clear to her customers again. (laughs) And uh, all of this uh, was emphasized with the tagline, eat the middle. And then can you eat the middle of the soap you're currently using or will it make you sick? And middle of soaps shouldn't make you sick. I mean, she just ran with it. She had philosophical problems. She had external problems. That's exactly it. Everything. Your kids are going to eat the soap anyway. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's genius. And the, the, the other angle, which I thought was even more genius, is can a Jolly Rancher clean your armpits? <laughs> <laughs> which, as we know, it cannot. It cannot. I not, mean, a she, t- not a typical one, that's for sure. Everybody got it real fast, what the differentiator was with this particular, uh, this particular bar of soap was. So she had a clear message because she used the story brand messaging framework. Because that's really the second thing that I look at when I'm looking at businesses is why they fail. First, it's leadership. Is there a clear mission statement? Are the economic priorities obvious and clear to everybody in the company? Then I look at the marketing. And is their message confusing? Does it actually explain what they offer to people in a way that invites customers into a story? Right. So leadership is clear and their marketing is clear. Then the next question I would ask is, did she actually put it out there in a sales funnel? So did she have a one-liner, a clear website, lead generators, sales emails, and nurture emails? JJ, she did. She, what? Yeah, she fulfilled the marketing point to obligation, which is uh, uh, she had a sales phone. She had a terrific uh, lead generator, how to skip lunch without being hungry uh-huh. or dirty. Or dirty. <laughs> it was a terrific lead generator. I think so. Tens of thousands of people downloaded that yeah. every day. Uh-huh. And uh, she, she was closing 5% for sales of various wow. products. Well done, mm-hmm. Penelope. And uh, she had a great website. People go back to the website, and it would reinforce her talking points. And then uh, for people who didn't buy immediately, which was a small group of people, she would nurture them with emails, testimonies about people who were walking out of the shower full mm. and clean. Mm-hmm. And uh, they would be able to put on their clothes and walk right past the refrigerator. Yeah, because they had their shower lunch. <laughs> yeah, their shower lunch, <laughs> which she called shunch. Shunch. <laughs> Again, back to clear messaging. Yeah, very clear. So once they had shunch or shrekfast <laughs> or shinner, they would, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, JJ. It was not it marketing. It was not marketing was not either the messaging and it was or not the sales funnel. That's no. insane because being a business detective, I've seen it over and over. That is often what murders a business. That's right. So then let me ask you this. Okay. So we've got leadership. We've got messaging. We've got marketing. Her salespeople. Okay. Her salespeople, I can imagine, because this is often something that causes businesses to die or be murdered, um, is that her salespeople didn't have the right words to sell to customers in a way that didn't feel manipulative and gross. Like her salespeople were kind of over the top and they didn't have the right language. JJ, that is not the reason that her business died. Her sales team was trained in the customer's the hero sales framework. They would organize their sales scripts in such a way that it invited customers into a story. Before they emailed or even talked on the phone with big buyers at stores like Costco, mm. Sam's Club. Mm. All of those people were carrying <laughs> Shunch products. Shunch products? <laughs> oh, her, her business is called Shunch? 
That's right. Okay. Shunch, which I and I, I let that go, but because she was also doing Shinner and Shrekfest products, <laughs> I thought that was limiting. Interesting. Okay, so sales. They had their sales aligned. Yeah, the customer zero sales framework. Her sales were, the, the, this stuff was flying off the shelves and not down the drain. Wow. Okay. I mean, this is getting difficult. I have not seen a case like this in a long time because it's usually- I've not seen you sweat like this in a long time. Yeah. I think you're stumped. I don't think you're going to get this. No, 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 no. I think we could bring on your co-host, April. No, 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 no. You do not need to bring in April Sunshine Hawkins, the co-host of the wildly popular Marketing Made Simple podcast. I I can easily call April- No, 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 no. I've gone through three parts of the How to Grow Your Small Business Detective Kit, and there are three more that I want to go through to solve this. I'll get it. So, brave business owner, will you and Dr. J.J. Peterson successfully unravel this mystery? Or will what murdered this business remain unsolved for all time? The truth shall be revealed. However, not before this brief advertisement. It's October, so odds are you are in the final stretch of your fiscal year. And in this macroeconomic climate, you're also probably thinking about how to best optimize budgets and scale operations ahead of 2023. But you do not want the best probable solution to deal with whatever comes next. You want the best solution, period. Whatever stage your business is in, HubSpot's CRM platform is ready to scale with you at the flip of a metaphorical switch. With totally customizable hubs, HubSpot has thousands of apps that you can easily integrate, use, or get rid of whenever you need them or don't. Plus, transparent costs and an intuitive interface means there are no fancy frills to hide behind. That's because HubSpot isn't here to probably grow your business. It's here to help you grow your business, period. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. Now, let us resume to solve this mystery as to how the business known as Shunch met its fateful end. But first, review the clues with our detectives. So you have deduced that it is not her leadership. It's not Miss Firefly's leadership. It is not her marketing, and it is not her sales. You have three more guesses, according to your detective kit. Yeah, yep. Uh, you have three more tries. I think Mrs. Firefly is very curious as to whether or not you can do this. And I, I sense that she's losing confidence. I think she's losing confidence that she, you know who she is. Because <laughs> 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 um, Mrs. Featherbottom, Featherbottom. I bet that if it's not one of those first three, that it was the way that she managed her people and her time, mm. right? So mm. every single day coming in and putting out fires and reacting to kind of, you know, meetings that were coming up and emails that were being sent out and late night phone calls of what's being blocked and what's happening over here and just didn't know how to manage her people or her time. It's a great guess because if you manage your business that way, you're going to have bloated overhead. And the main reason you're going to have bloated overhead is because people don't know what job they're supposed to be doing and you're paying the same salary whether they get work done or not. Not only that, but their job, what they think of as their job, may have nothing to do with the bottom line. So now you're paying people to do busy work that doesn't affect the bottom line. JJ, it's a fantastic guess. And it's and wrong. And it's right. Oh, no. It's wrong. She ran her company with five meetings. <sighs> she ran her company with the all-staff meeting, the leadership meeting, the department stand-up, the personal productivity stand-up, 
and the quarterly performance review. And not only that, JJ, she went advanced. The fourth quarterly performance review actually had a bonus structure associated with it that fed into a compensation package. Her team knew exactly what they were doing. They knew why they were doing it, and they were well compensated when they did it well. That is insane. <laughs> I really thought I had it there. No, she, I really she ran I had the it management and productivity playbook, which is part of the, the six-part framework for yeah. how to run a small business. And JJ, this is not the reason that this airplane went down. This is not the reason that the company was murdered. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I, I've got it. This is it. She has some amazing products, right? Right, and, right, right? and she has probably, I can imagine, she knew what her top three were, right? Because right. her leadership mm. was on point. But she probably had like 500 products and mm. she was building all of these types of products that weren't selling and she was still trying to push these products out there. She wasn't really able to optimize all of the different it products a, that she that had. That is a fantastic guess. And the reason it's a fantastic guess is because many, many, many business leaders listening to us are selling products that they think they're making money off of and they're not. They're selling a product for 100 bucks without realizing it takes $102 to actually make the product. So they're losing $2 every time they sell it, but they get addicted to the $100 cash. Yeah. And they see that cash infusion. JJ, this can be so incredibly disorienting to any company that it can cause any company to die. Unfortunately, Penelope Foggybottom did not struggle with this. <laughs> she did not. She did not. No, JJ, she did no. two things. She, she was she, not foggy no, about she this did at all. Use, she used the product optimization playbook, mm. which involves the product profitability audit. So you actually audit your products from least profitable up to most profitable. You take a look at your top three most profitable products, and you emphasize your marketing and sales on those products, and it tends to turn around a company very, very quickly. She did that, but she also used the product brief worksheet, which means any new product, she would put through a gauntlet of questions to make sure that that product was, in fact, not just a, a harebrained idea, but something that would actually make money. And it was through the use of the product brief worksheet that she came up with the taco bar of soap. <laughs> which is an entire taco bar in the middle of a bar of soap. Penelope. She's unreal. She, this Penelope. She, she's, she's very unreal. She's very unreal. <laughs> Penelope Feather. Fe, no, I don't remember her name. <laughs> JJ, if I, I've told you once, told you a thousand times. It's Penelope Freemason. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is it. I think that's it. Okay, so <laughs> P-Money. She <laughs> is. <P> <laughs> <money>. <laughs> she Clearly, if I'm looking at my detective kit, the first five causes of death that I'm looking at, yeah. she survived, right? So she, her leadership was in place, her marketing was in place, her sales were in place, her productivity and management was in place, her product optimization was in place. So here's my question for you. Did she run her business using five checking accounts? JJ, for a little while, I got to be honest with you, I was worried. I was worried about your detective ability because you were just coming up blank. But JJ, she was not using five checking accounts to run her business. That's why she was murdered. That's or no, her business was. Yes. Business murdered. <laughs> oh, yes, I figured it out. <laughs> JJ, everything was going perfectly. Uh huh. But what she was doing was she was using one checking account for everything. Ooh. All of the money was coming into a checking account. All the bills were being paid out of the checking account. And the reason that Penelope's business died is because she was making personal purchases out of her operating expense account. No, Penelope. There was tons of money 
And she had tons of money to run the business, but because she didn't separate her accounts into a operating expense account, a personal checking account, a tax account, a business profit account, and an investment holding account, she mismanaged the funds. Penelope. This is the big reason. This is it. I mean, if, if you have a small business and everything's going perfectly, but you do not separate the money, the money cash is fuel and small businesses eat cash. And if the business can't eat some cash, enough cash that it can produce even more cash of which you basically skim off the top is how that works. That's how you live. You skim off the top of your business. The money doesn't belong to you. It belongs to the business. And she did not realize that. And this kills especially startups. Because what happens is they're running the, the business out of maybe two or three accounts, right? Checking accounts. And then a big tax bill comes, but they don't put money away every month for taxes. They don't put money away in real time. Every dollar that you get that is profit, 50% of that should go into a tax fund. Even though you're going to pay about 37% in taxes, you've got payroll taxes, you've got all sorts of other expenses, and it's going to equal about 42%, 44%. So at the end of the year, you actually move money back from tax count back into operating or business profit. There's a way to run your, your finances using five checking accounts that keeps everything extremely clear in real time. So you know what money is yours and what money belongs to the business. And JJ, Penelope Fridge Magnet did not do this. And it is the reason that her business is dead today. Wow. Well, I don't think all my guesses in the beginning were too far off because you and I have seen many small businesses fail because they didn't Because have- the other five reasons. That's right. One of the reasons that uh, it was so hard to get to is it's probably not the most common reason. Probably product optimization or unclear messaging is one of the main reasons. Those are probably the big two. Uh, or, or even just lack of leadership driving the company toward economic objectives rather than some you know, cultural objective or something like that. Th that'll kill a business too. But you know, if you can't figure it out, they're probably managing. If everything looks amazing, they're probably managing the money very, very poorly. All right, JJ, as you know, because I know that you and April listen to the Business Made Simple podcast religiously. Everyone. Everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of every episode, I give the listeners a plan of action. And uh, the plan of action is, is basically a summary or some thoughts from today's coaching conversation that they can use to make a difference in their business. And today's plan of action is to go to growyoursmallbusiness.com and pre-order the book, How to Grow Your Small Business, and give us your receipt. You're going to get a 70 or 80-minute audio summary of the book itself. I actually go through all six parts in amazing detail. So if you've listened to this episode and you said, well, this is really good, and I actually need a plan to grow my small business. I don't have a plan. I'm not using a plan. I'm just winging it. We've got a plan for you. And just go get the book, How to Grow Your Small Business. Turn in your receipt at growyoursmallbusiness.com and get an audio summary of the book, and it will explain everything that JJ and I just talked about. And you, you will become a business detective in your own business. JJ, I love this. It was really great having you back. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Man. And I and let me plug your podcast if you're if you're interested in a slightly <laughs> less entertaining podcast, the Marketing Made Simple Podcast with JJ Peterson, April Sunshine Hawkins. It's available on the HubSpot Podcast Network, just like this one. And you guys do a fantastic job. Oh, thank you. Your endorsement so means everything to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks as always for listening to the Business Made Simple Podcast, where we help you build your business like an airplane so you can fly far and fast. See you next week. Congratulations! You have done it, brave business owner! You have solved the mystery! However, in your celebration, I must give warning. For if you decide not to pre-order the book How to Grow Your Small Business at growyoursmallbusiness.com, 
Your business could suffer the same fate as such. So navigate your browser to growyoursmallbusiness.com and sleep well knowing in the morning your business will not only still be alive, but it shall thrive. <laughs>